Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, July the 17th, 2023. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, finicky, which means very particular in taste or standards finicky hope everyone is enjoying their monday back to work we go back to work we go everyone's least favorite time of the week monday yeah, jesse is jesse is hope everyone enjoyed their weekend man uh well i had saturday off i did get a little chance to relax and of course you know sunday i had to work and back to work back to work i'm off today though so i'm gonna relax as you can see i'm outside not the morning it is the afternoon hottest time of the day and i decided to come outside and do a podcast yeah sometimes i question my logic also <laughs> i just do i just do but man uh yeah it's hot it is the heat is here it, it, it just is uh temperatures today in the low 90s but they're saying it's going to be a real feel of 100 that real feel wow uh you can tell you can tell in fact they're saying by thursday we're going to have a real feel of 100 with temperatures in the high 90s. Wow. It, it is it's that time of the year. And, and this heat, is it is all across the United States. It just it just is. I don't think it's, uh, uh, there are any heat advisories in the, uh, you know, the upper northwest. But, uh, man, as for the rest of the country, from California, Arizona to Texas, and now over to the east coast the south man it's just heat 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 um texas man they've been they've gotten hammered uh they're saying that texas has seen 31 days straight of 100 degree plus temperatures yeah you're right you heard me right 31 days 100 degrees plus temperatures ain't no real feel <laughs> it's a hundred it, it, it just is coming out the gate. Wow. Well, that is the South. And that is the summer. What are you going to do? Man, uh, we're dealing with the heat down here. But those folks up in the Northeast, around Pennsylvania, they've been having some flash flooding. Like I told you last week about Vermont. And now Pennsylvania, man, uh, a lot of some people, uh, one particular town, they got hammered however many inches and in, in minutes. Uh, a family was swept away in their car. Uh, they're still looking for an infant and a toddler. Man, that, that is wild. Um, that's summer. It's unpredictable. It just, it, it just is. It just is. So praying for those folks up there and, and praying for us down here. Man, check in on people, especially the elderly. You know, the, the elderly, they're, they're, <laughs> they don't like that air conditioning. They'll tell you quick, yeah, that messes with my joints. But uh, check in on them. And if you have to work outside, by all means, stay hydrated. Water. Water, 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 water. Take frequent breaks. That work is still going to be here. It just is when you're going on the glory. So take breaks and stay hydrated. Man. Yeah, it's hot out here already. I can tell. Sweating like a Baptist preacher out here in the south. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's move along, man. Hey, new... um. Campaign funding 
donations has came out you know uh, there's gonna be a debate sometime next month so all the candidates for the GOP uh, released their uh, their finances of how much they have raised thus far uh, in, in the time that they announced that they were running and of course you know top of the list is Donald Trump with 22 and a half million followed by a uh, man Tim Scott uh, Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina has uh, raised 21.1 million hmm. and what could possibly many are saying flat out is Donald Trump's uh, nemesis in the Republican Party DeSantis he has raised 20 million but he spent 8 million so it's forcing him. He's going to have to lay some folks off. Cut that campaign staff. Hmm. Uh, he was in Iowa. You know, the Iowa caucuses, take, our caucuses are going to take place, uh, I believe they said six months from now or, or whatever, what have you. And he was in Iowa sometime last week uh, at a town hall meeting. And, and someone uh, stood up and said, hey, I would love to hear you talk more about Kitchen, kitchen table issues, the economy, jobs. Uh, enough of this. Sounds like uh, enough of all that. You and Donald Trump going back and forth. Donald Trump still continues to take pop shots. That's Donald Trump. So it appears some in Iowa are saying to him, hey man, cut that out. Let's talk about the issues we have going on in this country. Uh, how, are you, how do you plan to fix this? Uh, we under. I mean, hey, if you aren't aware, DeSantis has been at the forefront of uh, that uh, the thing with Disney, with the LGBTQ community. That's been his talking point. Really haven't heard that much from him about what's going on with the economy, inflation, jobs. It, it seems like that's his uh, main talking point. So folks are, hey, they're fed up. They want some solutions to the problems, the real problems they say they're having in their everyday life. Uh, you better get on the stick there, buddy. You better get on the stick. And, of course, you know, uh, Nikki Haley, she's raised $5.3 million. And former Vice President Mike Pence has only raised $1.2 million. And with uh, former New Jersey Governor uh, Chris Christie, he's raised $1.6 million. Man, so it appears, as far as the well-known candidates in the Republican Party, it, it's, it seems like uh, Mike Pence, former Vice President Mike Pence and Chris Christie, those guys are at the bottom of the heap. They got to do some more campaigning, raise some funds, get some more donations, maybe from the private sector. Who knows? So we'll see what happens. I told you guys earlier, a podcast or two ago about, uh, I think this... This GOP, um, this is going to be a very interesting, interesting race. It just is. And, of course, you know, President Biden, he has raised over $20 million since he announced his bid for the uh, re-election, I should say. So it, it appears that the GOP, hey, if these guys can keep uh, raising funds, they're going to be around for a while. And old Donald Trump... <laughs> Uh, oh, President Donald Trump, man, he's he's on it. He's on it. Uh, like I said, he continues to take pop shots at, uh, at, at DeSantis, Governor DeSantis of Florida, and it's entertaining. But just like I said, it's, it appears that uh, many, many, they want they want to hear some more tales. They're, they're tired of hearing about this. They just are. They just are. All right, let's move along here, man. Hey. 
Look, uh, uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson has uh, stepped down as the head of uh, Rain the Rainbow Push Coalition. You know, the civil rights coalition that he started back in 1971, over 50 years ago. He stepped down and he handed over leadership to uh, uh, another pastor. I believe this guy is out of uh, Texas. Now, it, it is known that uh, Reverend Jackson has had some uh, undisclosed health issues here lately. So it appears he's stepping down and he's going to hand over reins. So we'll see what happens with uh, the uh, Rainbow Push Coalition. Will they become once again a, a, a prominent, prominent force in the fight for civil rights? You know, hey, a, about two weeks ago, uh, there were a lot of uh, civil rights issues that the Supreme Court overturned, shot down, and, and went in the opposite direction. You know, from affirmative action, that's the main one. That's left many people saying, hey, uh, somebody's got to do something, do something quick. So maybe this new uh, leadership within uh, the, the Rainbow Push Coalition, maybe they'll take that fight on head on. We'll see. We will see. Uh, like I, uh, Reverend Jackson has been that guy. He has been at the forefront of civil rights from just about any and every issue there has been. So, we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll see what happens with that organization. Are they going to uh, continue to fight? Or will they just fade out into obscurity? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? All right, let's move along here. Also, oh, well, there goes that butt. Oh, it's irritating. There goes that butt. Ah, uh, man. Hey, look. Wow. Uh, we haven't heard of something like this in a while. I, I can't remember the last time. They actually came out, but uh, apparently this past week, around Thursday, they arrested what they called uh, a serial killer in Long Island, New York. Now, he's been called uh, the Gilgo Beach serial killer. Uh, apparently, they found the bodies, uh, several bodies of uh, female sex workers, prostitutes. Uh, on this stretch of beach in Long Island, uh, a total of six. Now, he's been directly linked to three with the possibility of one more. So, wow. You know, an interesting thing that, that, that I'm going to take a side note. Interesting thing that, that uh, came out because, man, when I first heard about it, they said uh, the father, the husband, father, he's an architect. Going back 10 years or so to where they found these bodies and now they've linked him through DNA and cell phone records and even down to his truck. There's something that came up that kind of struck me as odd and I always question this also. Um, talk about living a double life. Like I said, he was a father of two. He was a well-known prominent architect. But it appears he was living a double life. He was a serial killer. He would kill these prostitutes and and one thing that came out one uh, prominent I don't know how you would say it one prominent uh, spokesman for serial killers came out and said hey this is a lot of times this is what serial killers do they live double lives you would never know what they do they do what they have to do as far as is the killing or whatever and then they go back to their everyday life like nothing has happened and no one is none the wiser because hey uh, neighbors and colleagues that they've spoken to thus far have came out and said there's no way in the world you could have told them that he was responsible for something like this. God was living a, a, a double life. I mean, that is 
I just don't like many things that I talk about on, on this uh, podcast. I just don't understand the mindset of, set of some folks. How you could kill someone and then go back home to your wife and kids like nothing happened whatsoever. What goes on in your mind? I, I, I can't do it. I know I can't. I mean, if I get in a little disagreement with someone, it weighs heavy on my mind for a while until I have to put it out. How do you put that out of your mind knowing that you kill someone? Now, as I said earlier, this is how they uh, horned in on him. Apparently, he was using burner phones. So they checked the cell phone tower. You know, this technology with these cell phones, and of course, you know, with DNA, it's prominent in police investigations into horning in or, or narrowing down suspects. Because these burner phones that he used, they traced it back to him. They traced it back to the victims because he was calling the victims with those burner phones. And he was in the vicinity where they found those bodies at that beach in Long Island. And they even used his truck's navigation device. Big Brother's always watching. Wow. How crazy is that? And also, if that's not enough, as far as the DNA goes, uh, apparently there was a strand of hair found at one of these, uh, 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 one of these, on one of these victims. So uh, once they horn in on his cell phone records and that navigation device inside his truck, and those victim cell phones, they, I guess, went to his Manhattan office and pulled some pizza crust out of the trash can. DNA. Wow. Guy probably thought he'd never get caught. Well, he got away with it for 10 plus years. Who, who would think? So apparently, maybe some detective that was Johnny on the spot, or detectives, got together and started piecing together all this evidence, and they hit the jackpot. Now, like I said, he, he's flat out. They linked it to three of those uh, women's killings and quite possibly one more. And now with all that evidence they have, that DNA and those cell phone records, they're going back and they're looking at a lot of cases. And they're saying to themselves and they're saying out loud, he quite possibly could be responsible for more murders. Father of two. Husband well-known prominent architect in New York Manhattan living a double life wow the mindset of some folks the mindset of some folks 59 years old now of course he came out and he pled not guilty say hey, I'm not guilty of this I am not well, of course that's what the, <laughs> his attorney attorney came out and said, he said yeah my clients plead not guilty he said he had no way, no how, had any knowledge, didn't do anything. He's innocent. Why would you admit your guilt? Unless you're just a hard ass. <laughs> so he, he has uh, said he's not guilty. He's, I mean, who knows where this case is going? Like I said, if they can link him to some more, his goose is cooked. It's a wrap, buddy. It, it's over for you. It just is. It just is. Man, and another side, uh, speaking of serial killers, uh, man, one of those uh, 
we all I, I know if you, I don't know if you guys remember, but I do is as well known and talked about the Charles Charles Manson murderer or serial killer or his group of, of uh, I, I don't know what you would call them the the cult that he belonged to. One of those uh, cult members has been released or is set to be released. I believe she's standing in like a halfway house now. She's getting ready to be released. She's getting out. Uh, she was originally uh, scheduled to serve life in prison. She, some time ago, some years ago, she went back and they gave her, uh, she was supposed to serve life without parole and they overturned and now give her life and now she's, uh, she's eligible for parole. Yeah, if you guys heard of, of course I can't remember because I'm, I was born in 73. If you guys heard about those uh, Charles Manson murders, wow. Uh, they were ruthless. Uh, I certainly, as big as a butt I sound sometimes on these podcasts, uh, I'm torn as to whether she should be allowed out or not because she admitted, she admitted that one of the victims they killed, that she stabbed uh, the victim However many times in the back. That, that was in open court. In TV interviews. She admitted. That's what she did. So, apparently some judge somewhere somehow felt that uh, serving life without parole was too harsh for her. Maybe because she was young at the time. I believe she was in her uh, 19 or 20 years of age at that time. So maybe they figured, hey, after all of these years... Reformed. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, between that and this guy, this serial killer up there in, in, in Long Island. Wow. Still scratching my head about that one. I mean, I, I just can't see or figure out for the life of me how you could be so cold-blooded and calculating as to kill women, prostitutes. I don't care whether they're prostitutes or, or regular regular woman walking amongst us. You, you, you kill these women, then you go back home to your wife and kids like nothing happened. Continue on with your life. Uh, maybe you went to some, I'm sure, some events with your kids for school, anniversaries with your wife, birthdays with your wife, birthdays with your kids, knowing full well what you had done. Well, alleged. I'm sorry. I'm convicting the guy before he's even had a trial. You got the DNA evidence in the cell phone records in your navigation device in your vehicle, buddy. You were around there doing something. <laughs> you just were. You just were. Wow. Uh, the mindset of some folks, I, I, I declare I can't give you uh, any explanation whatsoever on that. I just can't. I just can't. All right, let's move along here also. Man, hey, uh, I know by now you guys have caught wind of... Uh, at first, the, the Hollywood, it, everyone's on strike. Production has stopped on TV shows, movies, you name it. First, it started in May with the writers. They met with the you know the union reps, met with the the big elites in Hollywood. Uh, they were asking for more money, of course. That's why. Why does anyone go on strike? More money, better working conditions. And just last week, around Thursday or Friday, the actors said, "Hey, we're going on strike also with." Them. Now, why are they going on strike? Of course, they want more money. They want better pay. They want better pay 
it, it's, it's because streaming services. And if you haven't been uh, listening or, or paying attention, this has long been a debate ever since the start of these streaming services. You know, Netflix, Amazon, uh, Peacock, uh, Hulu, you name it, whatever. These streaming services. And, and in fact, so how monumental streaming services are, uh, when COVID hit, and, and of course, once again, you know, there was no work being done. Everyone had to isolate, quarantine in place. And then when it came out a little bit, you know, we're coming out of the quarantine and, and whatever, what happened, the streaming services took off. You know, folks were at home, you know, nothing to do. So I guess they went to some of these Hollywood actors and actresses and, hey, they paid them to come do some movies on some of their streaming services. So, of course, they went. But the actors and the writers, but the actors are more specifically saying uh, they feel as though these streaming services are taking advantage of them. I'm not sure how this thing works with those streaming services as far as these actors getting paid. Uh, you know, the, the regular degla way where you, you, you get a, a certain amount of box office sales or whatever or what have you. I don't think that's uh, the case with streaming services. I believe that. Uh, I really haven't been able to find anything. I believe they get paid one time, a one time fee or whatever. And I, I gather, I say, the streaming services, they, when they keep streaming and folks keep ordering and ordering and ordering, they take the risk. They've already paid the actor. That appears to be what is happening because these actors are saying, hey, you guys got to pay us some more money. And also, in addition to their fight against these streaming services, AI, artificial intelligence. Now, AI has been in, the, been in the forefront of many conversations within the past two or three months as to that's artificial intelligence, how it can generate any and everything you could want. Just type it into the search box. It can generate a speech for you. It can do some homework for the kiddies. It can give you anything in a historical context. And also, AI can be used. You can dream up or, or, or piece together any physical characteristics of any actor you want to. So the actors and actresses are saying, hey, you guys are going to use our image and you're not going to pay us because, uh, hey, maybe some of these streaming services are starting to use AI. Artificial intelligence. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you type anything in that little search box and it'll give it to you. It will. Uh, very interesting. Uh, many folks are, um, they're, they're not too keen on AI, especially, you know, the, like I said, those actors and, and many politicians have said the same thing because what they're saying is, hey, if you can generate a speech and make it sound like me and then put it out on the internet with an artificial intelligence image that looks like me and tell everyone it's me giving a speech, misinformation. Maybe you'll say something that I would never say and then everyone thinks it was me. Very interesting. Uh, times have changed. And now we see that it's, it's seeping into Hollywood. Of all places. Yeah, there's nothing going on, man. There's a whole lot of reruns on. Uh, from, you know, from the TV shows, your sitcoms. Uh, no movie production is really going on. And, and if that's not enough, as far as that, the late night talk shows, hey, they ain't got no writers. So they've been running a lot of reruns ever since May, ever since these uh, writers went on strike. Now, uh, 
Now, an all-out Hollywood strike hasn't taken place in over 63 years. That was the last time a strike took place in Hollywood. How long do you think this was going to last? I mean, it's been happening since May, and here we are in July, almost in the middle of the month. Those actors, you know, it's usually the, you know, it's the actors and the writers and their fight against the studios. Well, the studios is kind of over here now because the studios have said, hey, we've lost a lot of money also with these streaming services. So now it, their fight is with the streaming services and those quite possibly that use artificial intelligence. Seems feasible. Like I said, you know, hey, AI can do uh, uh, many a great wonders and many great things, it appears. I haven't used it yet. I, 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 I'm still standing back, looking kind of side eye at it. But I, I may try just to see. I had a friend send me a link. Uh, I went on, dabbled around a little bit, uh, but maybe I'll use it for this podcast because uh, in the examples that I saw, and, and, and man, I gotta tell you, it's damn good. It is that good. It just is. Uh, the material that, that it, it puts out, it sounds true. Sounds like the truth. I mean, it, it, the way it, it set up a, a podcast, for example, it was like the guy, uh, the podcaster, was uh, given an interview where he was asking someone a question and they gave this long, drawn-out answer, but it was AI. It wasn't an actual human. So apparently those powers that be with this technology, they've gotten the idea and they put it to put it to the, the test and it's sounding pretty good. Sounding like he was giving an interview with an actual live person. Oh wow, it was a computer. Wow. Uh, of course you know those 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 that are all have always said technology is gonna be mankind's downfall. Will this be it? Will this be the straw that breaks the camel's back? Now we see AI is uh, popping up in Hollywood. Wow. Times have changed. Times have changed. A lot going on in the world around us. Just is. It, 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 it is, man. Uh, just dealings in everyday life. Things are just happening. Well, you know, when I was coming along, they always said, as long as you're breathing, you're going to see a lot of things. And I've seen a lot of things thus far. Uh, I'm not sure about you guys, but I have. Uh, a lot of things have left me scratching my head. Just as, just as. Man, in, in an update of sorts, I'm getting ready to go on and get out of here. Skedaddle, boy, it's hot out here. <laughs> it is hot, and I'm sweating. Uh, once again, in an update of sorts with, with what's going on, and the war in Ukraine, man, uh, Ukraine has targeted and blown up a bridge that links uh, Crimea to uh, the Russian mainland. They blew up that bridge. And you, if you know anything or you've been following what's going on, that's a, a, a part of the Ukraine that Russia annexed uh, back in 2014. So uh, Ukraine blew up that bridge. And you're saying, okay, that's just a bridge. It's a war. But that bridge is a major transport transport for Russia, Russian troops. Um, just everything they do, they go up there, go through, go through Crimea. 
Now, in a, in what Russia has came out and said, and, and it has many screaming foul, uh, Russia came out and said, it's okay. We, I mean, hey, we made this decision before this bridge was blown up. We're going to halt the export of grains. You know, uh, like when I told you guys when this thing first started, the early part of this year, Russia holds uh, not just the oil, but they hold a, a, a huge surplus of grain. Grain that they ship to other countries. And they're saying, you know, NATO has came out, the UN has came out and said, hey, with them halting this exporting of, of, of this grain, it's going to put a, a, a huge strain on these third world countries, uh, African countries, like uh, Kenya. Got Once again, Russia's holding the chips. Just, they, they just saw, they just saw. Uh, still no update on that uh, uh, general or, or that uh Mercenary head still haven't heard anything from him. He's still MIA. Told y'all to stop playing around with Poop, boy. <laughs> Told y'all to stop playing around with Poop. Y'all, if you don't know, you you're gonna find out. That guy ain't to be played with. So now we're 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 probably possibly could see some more price hikes at the grocery store. Russia said we ain't moving nothing. Wanna play with us? We'll play back. Play stupid games, get stupid results. Mm. We'll see what happens with this. We will see what happens with this. And I'll keep you guys updated. A continuation of sorts. Mm. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to follow and like and support and share on Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress, and YouTube. Get in that comment section and let me know what you think, especially about this serial killer. Man, that guy. Whew. Hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, hit that like and subscribe button wherever you are streaming so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. And as always, thank you for listening. My name is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.